0: Welcome back to another
1: episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And I am ecstatic. I know y'all hear me say I'm excited about the guest, but I am ecstatic about today's guest. We literally just met a few minutes ago, first time in in person, with air quotes around that here on Zoom. But apparently, she's been a listener of the show for a while, and y'all know me—I fan girl like freaking crazy anytime I meet someone who listens to the show and then tells me about it. It's awesome. But Mary Kate, in just the first few minutes of our conversation, OMG, y'all, hold on to your seats! Get a notebook. Get ready to take some notes because she is going to be dropping some knowledge bombs here. So let me tell you about Mary Kay Kemper. To the world, she is a well-put-together entrepreneur, mentor, fashionista, business leader, a trailblazer for women, and the list goes on. She is all of those things. She is also a woman who finds herself approaching 50, a divorced mother of three. Halla frickin' I feel you, girl. And now chasing change and growth as she discovers and steps into her own power. She leads Mm. a multi-million dollar beauty team, coaching and mentoring over 15,000 people globally. And as a motivational and keynote speaker, she is an influencer of thought for modern day success. She has the pulse on what holds women back from success, and she helps them discover how to navigate beyond the challenges with her unique perspective on how mindset, action, and life circumstances all converge to create our best life and success. So Mary Kay Kemper, welcome to the
2: show. What a beautiful introduction. Thank you so much, Jenny. It is. A, it, honestly, I said this to you earlier, it's such a privilege. I am like, huge fan of the show, and it's just an honor to be here today. So excited for our conversation.
1: I let me tell you, I had no idea what I was getting into when I brought you on. And like, I've gotten like goosebumps like three times since we've been talking and I'm like, oh, this is going to be so good. (laughs) This is going to be so good. So Mary Kay, tell everybody, how did you get into the world of direct marketing?
2: No, this is such a good one. I always say I feel like direct marketing found me Mm. because it saved me. It absolutely saved me. I was approaching my 40th birthday, so 10 years ago, almost to the date. And I was finding myself as this middle-aged woman, for lack of a better way to put it, living what I call the default life. I was surviving, but I didn't quite even know how much I was actually just surviving i was at the time married had three young children my youngest was two years old and i just got hit with this is this as good as it gets is this is this my life i mean and and i don't know if women can really relate to this i'm sure there's many that can but i mean i'm talking about waking up in the middle of the night like just curled up in a ball of tears on the edge of your bed, you know, saying, what, how do I find more joy? How do I, you know, and, and, and from the outside, Jenny, everything was awesome. You know, I mean, I had a beautiful home in the suburbs of Connecticut and I was married to a lawyer and I had already worked on wall street for 12 years. And, you know, this beautiful roof over my head, three healthy children. So there was guilt with that. Right. Mm -hmm. There was guilt and shame in that. Why can't I couldn't even find I get emotional saying it this many years later still that I get emotional. That I looked at my children. I couldn't find joy in them. Mm. I just was surviving. There's really no other way to put it. And I was also faced at the time with just being financially very, very, you know, unstable. Even though, as I told you, I had a job on Wall Street. My husband was an attorney. We were not responsible with money. We came on hard times. And we were faced with this question of how are we paying our bills? We had spent more than we could afford, basically. Mm -hmm. And we had blown through our savings. And I think a lot of people can relate to that too, you know? So I started to ask those questions at almost 40 years old. What, What am I passionate about? What am I doing? You know, and, and I also shared with you on top of this, my brother, Michael Duffy, passed on September 11th of 2001. And even though it was more than 10 years later that I started to really soul search, it was it took me 10 years to even begin grieving the loss of my brother. Mm. I grew up in a household of shove it under the rug. It's all fine. Your feelings are liars. You know, I never my feelings were never really validated growing up and you know it was just put your big girl pants on i mean and not right wrong good or bad it was just the way it was right so it took me 10 years to really start to grieve my brother and really deal with the magnitude of losing not just my brother but my best friend and that was right on the the crux of me having the financial difficulty having the you know feeling of of no purpose feeling of no No joy for the future. I mean, I really had no joy for the future. And and then as I mentioned, the guilt and the shame of all that, and how dare I? And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I this is what I signed up for. All those things, you know, you just feel like this is as good as it gets. And it was really my brother that in from a very, very more special, higher, powerful place than us here on this earthly planet. He started to speak to me and I don't know if people are, are, you know, open to signs and just knowing that your loved ones are really around you if you ask, right? If you're Mm -hmm. simply open to hearing them. And I started to hear him tell me, you're you're powerful. You're you're powerful and you need to go find your purpose. You need to find your purpose. And so what does that mean? Like, what do you do with that? You know, like any human being, I always say hashtag human. You go into your head and you're like, no, 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 not me. I'm not powerful. I don't have a purpose. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm just this, you know, this is what I'm going to get. This is, and I lived a life according to what others expected of me. Mm. That was just it. It was, but this is what's expected of me. So I kept just asking and being open to hearing and to listening to signs from loved ones, from the universe, you know, and it just kept starting to reveal itself little by little by little. Like, you have leadership skills, you're powerful, you have an impact, right? You have something to say, you have a story to share. And then it became, well, what do I do with that? (laughs) What does that look like? And again, as I, I often call the company I'm with right now, Lime Life by Alco, my own personal love story. Because like any good love story, there's ups and downs and there's turns and there's pivots <laughs> and there's dead ends and and there's you know romance and there's also heartbreak, you know, all the things, right? Well, Lime Life came to me through a love story of my mom and my stepfather. And My stepfather's daughter is one of our co-founders, and she met me, and they had had an existing family business that they were thinking of turning into a network sales company by bringing professional makeup to everyday women, and she saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. And again, this is what the universe does for you when you start to ask for more, when you start to say, is there something else out there for me? Mm -hmm. right? Because the craziest, strangest of things is somebody's going to see something in you that you don't see in yourself if you're open to it, right? And a lot of times that really is sort of the bridge Mm. to bringing you to finding that more. Because, you know, I could have sat there, Jenny, forever and said, but how? But how am I going to find my purpose? But how am I going to find more? But how? Okay, Michael Duffy, trying to send me these messages that you're powerful and there's something out there for you. Well, how? That's very disempowering, right? That's very difficult because nobody has the answers to how. Mm. When you simply allow, right? Not in the how, it's in the allow. When you allow and you say and you go on that journey and you go through that, let me journal or let me think about it or let me dream. Or whatever it is for you that allows you to give yourself the permission to say, I deserve more. Mm. I don't have to cling to the edge of my bed in tears. I don't have to live without joy. I don't have to be in a loveless marriage. I don't have to look at my children and not feel joy from them. There Mm -hmm. is more. As a matter of fact, there's limitless opportunity. There's limitless potential to all of us, right? So my mom meets this amazing man after my dad had passed 10 years prior, and this gentleman's wife had passed, and they met in church and fell in love. And I, through that love story, met one of our co-founders, Michelle Gay, and she saw something in me. Hmm. She said, listen, I'm trying this new project. I don't know what it looks like. I'm not even really sure what I'm doing because she had never had experience in the direct sales space. She had been in the retail world for years. She said, But I really believe in this. I believe in this model. I believe in what this model can do for women. And she started to share with me, right? She started to share with me the idea of empowering women, helping women find financial freedom, helping women have the freedom of their schedule, helping women stay home with their children if they want, helping women. Create a funnel, an avenue, a platform, whatever you want to call it, of unlimited income if that's what they choose, if that's what they're looking for. And I'll be honest, I immediately went to a space of, oh, you got the wrong girl. <laughs> <laughs> a thousand percent. I was like, what? First and foremost, makeup intimidated the heck out of me. (laughs) I had no idea what I was doing. For God's sakes, my name is Mary Kay, and I'm going to help start (laughs) a makeup (laughs) set. Let's talk about that for a moment. Okay. Okay. Icebreaker. Okay. But I really, I had absolutely no belief in myself. I had no faith in what I was capable of. I was in this box. But absolutely, that's not me. I don't have a network, a leader. You want me to lead people? I can't even lead myself. What? Like, I can't even lead myself. I, I, you've got the wrong girl. Mm-hmm. And that is all I wanted to do was say, no thanks, but no thanks. Find somebody else. And by the grace of God, by the power of the universe, your loved ones, whatever it is that where you find that strength that you never thought you had. And I just, It was laid on my heart. Like, you cannot say no to this. Mm -hmm. You cannot say no to this. This is it. This is what you've been looking for. And again, I had no idea how I was going to do it, but I was going to allow myself to go on this journey. And I was going to allow myself to peel back those layers. And I was going to allow myself to finally, for the first time in my life at almost 40 years old, find out who I am. (sighs) Oh. Find out what I'm made of. And that is what this industry has done for me.
1: Oh, my gosh. Exclamation point. Like, <laughs> that's, that's an amazing first story because I, I know based on the number of people that I've talked to, I mean, at this point, at the time that we're recording this, I've got 207 episodes that have gone live. Okay. We, we have so much going on. I've talked to so many people and your story is so much like so many others whether they've been on the show or not people that i've talked to i mean i literally just did a training with a team last night and the number of people who said i didn't know who i was until i get, became an entrepreneur and then all of a sudden i had to learn who i was and so that is so and how freaking how exciting powerful. to
2: learn who you are even yes. the failures even the falls even the missteps How exciting it is to get to know, you know, I mean, listen, everything's impossible until something becomes possible, right? Until somebody shows you that it's... So I just started to see like, oh my gosh, that's possible. Oh my gosh, I can have that. Oh my gosh, I just did that. Oh my gosh, my story actually meant something to someone. Hmm. Oh my! Oh my goodness! Like I just said something that actually shifted the way somebody may think of something. Ooh! Wow! Oh! And I can do a winged eyeliner. Oh! Awesome! You know, and and so it becomes so exciting to the point where I wanted to go for rejection. I wanted to almost go for failure because guess what? In those moments of failure is exactly when I started to reveal my strength. Mm. It's exactly when I started to learn what I'm capable of. Ooh, so
1: let's go there. Let's go to those obstacles because, you know, in the bio, we all include the the achievements, the the trumpets. The the, yeah, it's the highlight reel, right? Yeah. And, and my audience has heard me say over and over again, we all know business is not all roses and rainbows. It just isn't. So... What are some of the obstacles that in 10 years you've encountered in growing a business that is now started with you and the co-founders and however many handful of people that was sitting in a room?
2: Oh, believe me, we had only like between 40 and 100 people per year. Yeah. I mean, you know, we were a very grassroots blind leading the blind. Let's see what we can throw at the wall and see what sticks. I mean, we had no home office, no catalogs, no systems, no marketing team. We had nothing. We -hmm. just had us in our dreams. And, you know, it's why I speak to my team all the time about vision. It's so important to have a vision of what you want your life to look like. I mean, We hear this all the time. People know what they don't want very clearly they typically in my experience don't know what they do want. And and that's a very different conversation, you know. And in our business we talk about our why and why do you do what you do, but for me it's so much deeper than that. It's about actually seeing the vision at your core and living in it as if it's already the reality, right? Yes. And that gets you through the hard days. That's what gets you through the obstacles. That's what honestly makes you an energetic like master, because uh, you just keep radiating that energy of the vision, not Mm. what's happening in the current moment, you know, and we had so many obstacles. I mean, from our our businesses make up from product arriving broken at customers' homes, to inventory issues, to growing too fast was actually one of our our big problems, big obstacles, I should say, not a problem, but an obstacle.
1: Yeah. How did... So question... but how did you handle the growing too fast because i've seen this happen to many companies and sometimes not at the company level sometimes it's at the leader level all of a sudden they figure out the recruiting thing and the onboarding thing and the leading thing and they they go from three to ten people to all of a sudden now they've got 30 and 100 and 150 and they're like what i don't know what like How did you handle that massive growth? Um, either personally and if you're if you want to, speaking at the company level, how did they handle it?
2: Yeah, well, you know, and again, it was it was personally financed by the founders. So there was no investment money or seed money or anything anything like that at the beginning. So Personally, for me, I always, you know, any obstacle, I always try to see the lemonade and not the lemons, right? And I think that that's really the true gift of a leader is to, and it's not about spinning it because I always want to address the situation, right? Like, yes, it is what it is, but how do we create a solution? And it, it very much brought me to a solution-based growth mindset mentality. Mm-hmm. Because we can all be fixed in a problem and in a moment of, "Oh my goodness, well, this is doomsday," or this is because that kind of energy just absolutely multiplies. and and really, and this is exactly like our biggest obstacle at first. And I would say the the first biggest obstacle we had was quality control. Product was just not being shipped properly. You know, it's we had hand pressed makeup. It was arriving, you know, broken in in a lot of cases, not all cases, but in a lot of cases. And, you know, that's that's a first impression. Right. And that's a pretty big issue. Now, this is the first time that I really realized the power of the way I show up and the power of words and the power of your thoughts and and how this is really such an important leadership quality. Because I would say that in the past I might have been like, "Well, this is a disaster," <laughs> you know. <laughs> but the power of shifting it and how you know the minute you get into a solution based mentality, the universe works with you and creates yes. and show that that solution shows up. And and you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is really this is a secret superpower, really." And it's true what you think of multiplies. The way you show up multiplies, you know, you really do have control over the power of the way that you speak and you think, and that will absolutely make or break anything. Right. So that was the beginning of me really realizing that. And that became the basis of my leadership was finding a solution. There's always going to be problems, especially, listen, I have a vision that is so huge for my company. When I have a vision, it's unwavering. It's done. Mm -hmm. My company will be a billion-dollar beauty brand. We will. We will be a very significant brand in the world. And I already know that. So when these problems show up or obstacles show up or issues show up, I'm almost like, yes, this means we're going to learn something that continues us on that path of my vision. So... I started to look at these obstacles as blessings, Mm -hmm. and okay, nothing worthwhile is easy. Nothing, not a thing. As a matter of fact, how boring would it be if it was? How boring would it be if everything was awesome all the time? And seriously, now everybody (laughs) joined your company, stayed all the time, and was so happy because we kind of need to talk about that, right? Too people come, people go, people stay. And it becomes an upset in our business. It becomes this big event where everyone's like, why is she leaving? What happened? What does she know? I don't know. You know what I mean? Right. And and that is a whole disruptor in and of itself. But it has always been my experience every single time, 10 out of 10, that when anything disruptive or an obstacle or upsetting or what seemingly feels like the world is falling apart or Mm -hmm. your organization is falling apart it has always been a blessing it has always helped me get to the next level if i choose to look at it that way
1: oh yeah so what's been coming up for me as you've been talking about these obstacles and looking for the solution is that phrase we've all heard it this is not new news but it's a new way that maybe some people will be thinking about it is you get what you look for oh yeah right So if you you get
2: more of it, if you you, go searching for it, you will get more
1: of it. Right. So if you if you are seeking solutions, if you're looking for solutions, you find solutions. If you are seeking, if you are obsessed with the problem, focused on the problem, guess what you find? More More problems. problems. (laughs) This this seems like a no brainer. And yet at the same time, there's some people out there who are having their aha moment
2: of Oh, that explains a lot.
1: That's what I mean, right?
2: <laughs> and it, again, listen, I want to really like normalize it because mm-hmm. it's being human to it think is. like that. And 1,000%, oh, yeah. especially in this business when you're working so hard to build something from seemingly nothing. yeah, And all of a sudden, like there's a wrench in your situation or there's an obstacle. I mean, I've woken up some mornings to entire executive legs resigning and going to a new shiny ball which also happens in our business. There's new businesses popping up all the time. Now I could sit there and be like, it's over, it's over, Mm -hmm. it's over. Or I could sit there and be like, okay, a new opportunity to impact another life, a new Mm -hmm. opportunity to build something hopefully and potentially. And most definitely, if I choose to look at it this way, even better than that, that leg that might've left me. So yes, I can have my pity party, and it doesn't feel good, and it stinks, and you never want anyone to leave your organization, but that's just not the reality of it. Mm -hmm. And I have found in my experience that anytime one of these legs have left or uh, somebody has chosen another path, which is absolutely fine, if you look at it from a place of, I bless and release that, I'm so grateful for that person coming in, And Mm -hmm. being here while she or he was doing what he or she did. And now it is time for them to go to make room for somebody else. If you can look at it that way and say they were here while they needed to be here. I'm so grateful for that. They have blessed my life. And now it is time for them to move on because somebody else needs to come in.
1: Yeah, because it creates a vacuum
2: that that next person will. Always step forward. will always come in. Might not be the next day. You might have a downtick in your paycheck for months, maybe even years. Mm-hmm. But if you stay the course, if you stay to that vision in an unwavering way, they there will be somebody who comes in and, and, and paves that path even bigger and brighter and bolder than you probably could have ever imagined. Oh,
1: my gosh. I love that. Because I... To pull from my own experience, I was lucky enough to have a leader like that who felt that way because when I stepped away from the company that I was with at the time, I did so because I had heard her say many times, though, very similar to those exact words, people are going to come and go and they're meant to be here for a time or maybe they're meant to be here forever. But if they find their new calling, let's get them there. Right. Let's support them. We don't cut them off. Right. Right. But
2: isn't that our job? If we sit here and say we're servant leaders and we lead with love and that we really do want to make an impact and that are, you know, for me, my entire intention, every morning that I wake up, I set the intention of how do I help somebody continue to stay on their most purposeful, soul-infused life? If I really mean that, and I really do want to be in a position of empowering women, Mm -hmm. how dare I hold them back from going somewhere else? How dare I not say, if that is where you feel called, I bless that. I am here for you. I am cheering you on, girl. Uh, You know, so there is, but I've seen it. I've seen it in our industry where there's a lot of that, you know, blocking culture or I'm not going to talk to you anymore or a leader then going to her team and saying, nobody listened to blah, 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 anymore. Everyone needs I get it. And and the truth is the person who leaves may poach some of your team. That's part of it right. as well. I mean, that's what she knows. Those people were on her team seemingly for a while, who knows? And there's going to be some curiosity there, right? right? Gonna be some, well I want to go see what she might be doing. Right. Allow them to. You know, allow them to seek that out. Who is meant for you will always be meant for you. There isn't a soul in the world that can take away who is meant for you. They just might not be meant for you forever. And that's okay too. And that's just been a beautiful part of my own experience here in network marketing because people who need people are the luckiest people in the world. I say this all the time. There is nothing more beautiful than human beings making connections and learning and growing and loving with each other and evolving with each other one of the greatest gifts that i can receive as a leader is knowing because somebody was with my team for a short time an extended time they're still with me that their life is better because of it and that is the greatest gift that i can i don't care what rank they are i don't care how many lip glosses they sold i don't care how much you know money is in my paycheck because if if i have impacted them if their experience here at limelight has helped them to grow into a more evolved human being that they and in a life that they love i've done my job i've done my job I so that. oh that's my, my greatest gift here at limelight and i see i get to witness it all the time people who lead my team and say thank you you know because of what i learned with you and, and with this limelight community I've gone on to my new company and I'm successful there because of what I learned here. Mm.
1: Fantastic. Powerful. So powerful. So powerful. So speaking of power, because, you know, it's not every single episode that we have a six figure, seven figure earner in the industry on to be able to share this, but what would you say is your secret to direct sales success?
2: Oh gosh, I, I gotta, I gotta give it to energy. I really do. It's so much bigger than me. Mm. It's so much bigger than me. I, I say this is my superpower all the time because, you know, positivity attracts positivity. You know, abundance attracts abundance. Um, you know, money is energy. Mm-hmm. Just like everything else, you're either attracting it or you're repelling it. And. Mm. I live in a space of money flows to me and through me as long as I am in alignment with what I love to do and doing what I'm called to do and serving, you know? And so I just, I live in that energetic sort of container of, you know, I just wanna be a vessel for love and light. Like I just, I want to just give. And if you give, you get. And it has always been my secret power. I I never get, I chase dreams. I don't chase money. Um, and I chase making an impact much more than I chase any rank or anything else. You know, network marketing mm-hmm. might be my industry or the sort of mode of transportation that yeah. It's
1: the vehicle.
2: <laughs> uh, a vehicle, if you will. But it is so much bigger than that to me. Honestly, mm-hmm. Jenny, it is, it has been a platform to allow me to really have people that I get to grow in, that I get to learn from every day, that have made me the person I am today because they have given me that space. I tell my team all the time because you show up for you, I get to show up for me. Mm. That's the way it works. You know, I can't do this alone. No one can do anything alone. I truly don't. I believe, you know, again, people who need people are the luckiest people in the world, but It takes a lot of vulnerability in this business too. And I I think that's another one of like my secrets to success is I'm really real and vulnerable with my team. You know, we can put that armor on to try to keep ourselves safe. But truly, uh, for me, safety lies in vulnerability. Yes. And that way, you know, my team trusts me. I trust them. I respect them. They respect me. And we just go on a journey. We find joy in the journey with each other every single day. And we get to use amazing products as our platform to do it. But really at the at the top of the list is just, you know, are you living a happy, purposeful life? And we all have a birthright, are entitled to that, right? Mm. All entitled to that. And network marketing has absolutely taught me that. So yeah, I mean, you just gotta be aware of your energy. Who do you surround yourself with? You know, a lot of this business too is having what I call a happiness team, which are the people in your immediate, you know, in your home or in your space. And and are they are they in alignment with what you're doing? You know? So your happiness team needs to be on board. And so that was that was a big part of my success in the beginning is really including my children in my business and saying, hey, you know, mommy needs to work from this hour to this hour, but then you got me from this hour to this hour, you know, greatest gift of network marketing is freedom and, and you get to have that freedom, but you also have to be super, you know, motivated and diligent and <laughs> get your work done. Um, so get that happiness team on board. And then on top of that, just make sure that that energy that you're surrounded with and that you're bringing and putting out there, be responsible for that. Be really responsible for that energy. You know, I, I make mantras for myself. I set intentions every morning. I ask for that gift of allow me to be a positive force, you know, allow me to say words from my heart and my head that people need to hear that will be helpful, that will serve, you know, and and be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. Um, none of us have the answers. You know, we don't know how, we don't know when. Somebody's going to join your team or buy your product or want your service. We don't know when, you know, our job is to really like be patient and show up every day because when you're in all places at all times, you're going to be in the right place at the right time and just trusting that process, right? So yeah. I always say hey, the process, divorce the results. You'd never know when the results are going to happen, but they will. They absolutely will because your vision will never, ever, ever let you down. The only thing that will let it down is that you give up on it. That's it.
1: Oh my gosh, serious. Like head to toe goosebumps with that because I absolutely have been saying for years, at this point, yes, over a decade, that the only failure in entrepreneurship is when entrepreneur gives up it that doesn't matter if you change businesses it doesn't matter if you change companies it doesn't like those were not failures those were learnings those were learnings i learned what not to do or i learned that was not for me or i learned whatever right but oh my gosh seriously
2: the one thing jenny and (sighs) i think this is a really important distinction to put out there is because yes people can change companies because they learned something and they just move on But one thing that I do see a mistake in entrepreneurs is getting in other people's stories. And I think that that is something that people really need to be aware of. Like, is this your story or is this someone else's story for you? Mm, You know, uh, we get we see that a lot in our business. Like, are they being sold a story or are they actually in their own story and making this move because it's truly what. Is good for them and what is best for their next move? Or are they listening to? so so I just I just want to precaution people in that in this business because there are a lot. I mean, listen, the world is being manipulated, and we're manipulating the world like that manipulation exists, yes, but there's manipulation in in some unhealthy toxic ways, too, that I've seen. So I just want to, you know, your listeners to really understand that you've got to stay out of other people's stories and don't make. You know, their dream, your dream, because I've seen that happen a lot, too.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I think it's really important that people, like you said, set the vision for themselves. So this is writing your own story, becoming the author of your own story. Where do you want to end up? Because that's where, you know, in in all the writing lessons that I've taken in the past two years with some writing coaches that I've worked with, it's always been start with the end in mind. Where do you want this to end up? What's the final result that you want? Start there and then reverse engineer. And the same is true for your life and business is like you said, what's your vision? Yes. You know, and the number of people who don't sit down and just get the vision.
2: Yeah, get the vision and trust in your home office. And when you, you know, when you find a home office that you trust and that you really believe has that, Growth mindset, that forward-thinking mentality, that you know, putting you as a sales field at the center of a lot of their decisions and looking for your feedback. Like it's really important that you really do your due diligence on your home office because there's a lot of shiny bulbs out there and there's a lot of new things. And but you know, you you've got to be when you have your vision, if, if you believe it's with your one company. Go through those struggles with that company. Mm-hmm. Go through it. You're going to be so happy you did. Don't yeah. give up on that company just because there's like an obstacle or a blip or, you know, a, a, a tough time. Because that's when the, the people will come in and say, We've got something better for you over here. But that's why I'm saying be very careful of that because. People will show you something shiny when there's tough times, but you've got to go through those tough times. And if you really believe in the power of your team and your leaders and your home office and your products and all of those things, don't, please, please, please don't get up on them just mm-hmm. because of a, a rocky road, because there's always going to be maybe something shiny and, and brighter. But when you stay the course, I promise you there are so many rewards. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, I love
1: that. Oh my gosh. This has been phenomenal. I really hope that the badass crew has just taken this and like favorited it as (laughs) one of their favorite episodes. This should be the episode that y'all come back to and listen to on a bad day when you're also pulling out your box of cards and greeting cards and pictures that your kid drew you to make you feel better. This should be what's playing in your ears while you're doing that because this is such an inspirational episode. Mary-Kate, this has been
2: amazing. So- it's been such a joy, and I hope your listeners really. What I hope they hear from me is: it is never too late. Mm. You're never too old. You d- you're never too short of skills or talents or or and what fill in the blank. You have everything you need to chase that dream, to live that inspired future, to go for that, you know, big pie in the sky, whatever it is, you know. You're worthy of that. And just it is never, ever, ever too late. You're one choice away from saying, I'm going to go search for more. I believe there's mm. more out there for me and I'm going to go find it. And the world really needs us to do that, especially us women in the world, because we are badass. <laughs>
1: Now, that's a way to end the show. But before we end it, before we wrap this all up in a pretty little bow here, uh, if the badass crew has been super inspired by this and they want to reach out to you and, and learn more about you and how else they can be inspired and motivated by you outside of coming back to this episode time and time again, where can they reach out to you, Mary Kay?
2: Yes, you can find me on Instagram. That's probably the best place to reach out to me. So DM me there. My handle is the real R E A L M K Duffy D U F F Y.
1: Nice. Okay, because your name here says Kemper, but you go yeah. by Duffy. Okay, good to know. So
2: I'm gonna have to re-record well, the both. intro. Oh, you go I by go both. Okay. Both. Okay. Good. I get find that. Find me on Facebook. I'm Mary so okay. i Mary Kate Duffy hyphen Kemper. So I go by both okay um, fantastic <laughs> but my you on instagram is the real mk duffy
1: the real mk duffy and of course my badass crew knows that that link yeah. is in the show notes if this happens to be your first time listening to the badass direct sales mastery podcast and you're like show notes what are show notes click on today's episode scroll down just a little bit befo- below mary Kay's beautiful picture and you will see the show notes or episode notes where you can directly get the link to her instagram and send her a message. Let her know you heard her here on the show. Um, and then ask oh, her I look the question. So forward.
2: Oh my I gosh. look so forward to hearing from your viewers. Honestly, uh, making a connection with another human being sets my soul on fire. So let's connect. Um, let's learn and grow and love together. And yeah. Absolutely. It's
1: I love this. So, Mary Kate, this has been fan freaking Tastic. I
2: adore you. Thank you for, for reaching you. out to be I on the do- show.
1: Oh my gosh! It's a pleasure.
2: Is... I, I it's such an honor to be on here. Truly, <sighs> it's a bucket list moment. Check.
1: No seriously. Oh yes. my god, you're gonna make me cry.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so keep doing what you're doing, and you stay the course because you're making a difference for this industry. And I just want to personally thank you for that. <sighs>
1: you're making me cry. Stop. <laughs> this has been. Fantastic. So, Badass Crew, you know how this goes. Stay tuned because there is another Badass episode
0: on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip.